Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We're back here on the block. I'm Austin Ormond, joined by Eric Strickland. We're going to replay this segment for you. Conversation that Nick and I had with Nebraska baseball coach Lance Harvell. We talked with Evan Blaine about Husker baseball, some of the players to watch the schedule on uh, opening weekend. I had a good overarching discussion with Lance Harvell on the happy hour. Uh, Nick started things off with the coach by just asking him, you know, two days from first pitch, how are you feeling? The sun is shining. Haymarket Park is is green, the, the dirt has been drug, and we are ready to get after it. So, uh, yeah, less than less than 24 hours now. We're heading south, getting ready for the uh, for the opener. So we're excited. Now, I guess there's a lot of new faces on this, this Huskers team this year. Uh, there's some familiarity with uh, some of the outfielders, yes, but especially pitching staff, some of the, the infielders as well. A lot of new faces. Just how are we feeling about – kind of the, the molding of everybody kind of coming together as a collective group as, as like you said, less than 24 hours before you guys travel south? Yeah, I've told, I've told a lot of people um, in a somewhat of a, of a weird way, strange way. Um, you know, you lose the, the production and, and some of the talent. You know, you have four top 10 rounders on last year's team. Um, and, and oddly enough, I feel like we have a better team top to bottom this year. Um, and, and, you know, we've got older guys coming back that know, know the offense, know the system. Um, guys on the, on the mound that have, you know, really kind of taken on more of a leadership role, guys like Kyle Perry, you know, um, those type guys, and Drew Christo. I mean, so I think, you know, maybe where you, you can't really set out to replace production of, of a guy, you know, like Bryce Matthews or Max Anderson – you know, or Emmett Olson on the mound. I think we, I think we look to kind of replace that um, in in the aggregate. You know, like, and and I really do. I think we have a better team, top to bottom. I think we have more depth on the mound. I think we have more depth in the lineup. Um, and it's going to be a little bit, uh, you know, different, obviously, than last year, um, where we may not we may not go out and set a set another school record for for home runs or something. Um, but I think we'll just in terms of being more dynamic, you know, and, and using some small balls, stealing bases, those kind of things um, with, in addition to some of the power. Um, and that's, that's kind of more kind of our style. I think that's, that's more of the style of offense that I like to run, you know, putting, putting pressure on the defense, forcing them to, to make plays, you know, kind of speeding them up a little bit. Um, that, that's more what we're, designed for and built to do and and this year's team i think i think has that dynamic coach when you you think about the the gritty not pretty ethos you kind of touched on it there right school record number of home runs a lot of strikeouts from the mound that to me qualifies as pretty right it's in it's what what draws people attention but what's been the coaching staff's approach this offseason to really re-emphasize that that gritty part both both in the box and on the mound yeah just kind of what what are 
kind of reinforcing the culture, and, and that's a, it's an everyday thing that you have to do, and that's our that's our job as as coaches is to set set that culture, um, you know, and, and let it trickle down, you know, from the top. But I think we've we've been more challenging. We've kind of set out to be more challenging of the guys. Um, you know, one thing we talk about the the best teams just in general and the best teams we've ever played on or or coached just been a part of. Uh, they're they're player led and 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 guys really take ownership of the culture and what the standards are from inside that locker room and they're the ones that that police it um, on a day to day basis and and that we challenge the guys to hold each other more accountable to, to kind of hold each other to a higher standard um, you know with with our culture with winning with being competitive um, with how they work and and you know and I think. Um, you know, kind of making making some comparisons from that standpoint back to that 2021 team. Um, you know, the team is very similar to that, just with guys in the locker room that um, kind of from a buy-in factor and, and aren't afraid to say something when it needs to be said. Um, you know, that kind of thing. That, that's where I've seen this team kind of take the next step. And I've been super proud of a lot of the guys, you know, we talked about just, just a second ago, but just some of the older guys, you know, I mentioned, um, you know, Perry and Christo, um, you know, on the position player side, Garrett Anglum and Cole Evans uh, have been phenomenal. Um, you know, then you got Josh Karen and, and Dylan Carey, you know, that, that have kind of taken on more of that burden of leadership and, and especially given the, just the nature of the positions they play, you know, catcher and shortstop, like you, you have to be the standard bearer for what we're trying to do and you can't, um, you know those guys know. Like, I, I can't take a can't take a day off, can't take a, a pitch off, can't take a rep off because all eyes are on me. And, and they've done a, a phenomenal job of owning that and, and really uh, embracing it, not not running away from it. We're speaking to Husker baseball assistant Lance Harvell. He also handles recruiting, the recruiting coordinator for Husker baseball. And I mentioned that last part because you mentioned the four guys that got drafted in the top ten. How big of a feather in your cap is it for the entire coaching staff and program when you can go talk to a JUCO guy or even just a high school guy and say, "Look at the development of these guys in recent, you know, in the recent years that have now moved on to the majors and into professional ball." How big of a feather in your cap is it that you guys have the ability to say that when talking to a recruit or, or a potential future Husker? Yeah, that's that's big because that's that's what we hang our hat on, and that's that's basically all that we talk about in the recruiting process is you're going to come here and you're going to get better from the time you step foot on campus until the time you leave. It's our job to make sure we're getting the most out of you and that, that you get better and, and kind of selling uh, the resources and the facilities and the people that we have here, um, you know, kind of back that up. And then when you can, when you can put some names and faces to that and kind of point to those things, um, you know, it does, it, it goes a long way. Um, and now, Having having said that, I'd I'd much rather have that feather in my cap of, you know, uh, conference champion, regional champion, super regional host, college world series. You know that I'd, I'd like those those feathers uh, uh, a little bit, and and so we're kind of working towards that. But no, to to your point, like it's it's big because you get guys um, that maybe you know are from, you know, like Texas is a is a kind of a hotbed for us. You know, we've got a, a lot of ties. To Texas and and you know to get guys to come you know out of state like that and to come you know anywhere from nine to, to twelve hours away from home or if they're coming from Florida or California or wherever it is um, 
you got to give them a good reason, you know, just, just to put it very, in very simple terms, you got to give them a good reason to come here. And, and when guys can see the, you know, the path to um, making it to the big leagues, the path to professional baseball is, is a real possibility. And there's been multiple guys uh, that have come before them and, and made that a possibility. It's, it's big and it's a, it's a pretty big selling point for us. Coach, when you look at your, your role as recruiting coordinator too, Seemed like there was a pretty heavy focus on the JUCO ranks this offseason. What went into the decision behind that approach? Uh, well, a lot of that has to do with just kind of what our, uh, you know, a lot of our backgrounds, like we're, our entire coaching staff were all former JUCO guys, either played junior college or coached in junior college or, or did both. Um, and so we have a lot of ties uh, with, um, you know, coaches and, and guys, you know, in junior college baseball, number one. Um, so that's always kind of been a, a well that we dipped into. And it just kind of fits what we want to do anyway, you know, just, again, going back to the culture thing from a gritty versus pretty. There's there's something about junior college baseball, you know, if, if you've been through it and you know that, you know that life and what it's about, uh, it's, you, you, number one, you got to have a passion to play baseball and, and you got to, you got to grind, you know, because um, those guys, they're playing all the time. You know, they, they probably play 30 games in the fall and then another 60 in the, in the spring and in the summer. And, and so um, there's a lot of development from that point, but those guys, those guys are tough. They're playing double headers, you know, every time out. So, so, you know, kind of what you're getting um, from that standpoint. And the other side is just kind of some, some, um, some learning, I think, with how to navigate the transfer portal. You know, everybody obviously knows um, that, that's how that has changed college athletics in general, but from a recruiting standpoint, um, you know, I think we've, we've had some success in the portal, but um, more often than not, you know, you're kind of chasing, chasing your tail a little bit at, at times. Um, and so we just kind of sat back and reevaluated what, what we were going after and what we were doing. And, and just we, we realized we have much more success getting the same type of player out of the JUCO ranks than we do um, in the portal, you know. And, and so if, if you can get, the same type player um, at, you know, that, that fits your culture maybe a little bit better or that you have a pretty good idea that what you're getting, um, why not go after that? And so it just made more sense to us to maybe put a little more uh, emphasis in the, in the JUCO ranks. And so that's, that's kind of what we did. And, and we went out and we signed the number one JUCO class in the country. And we've seen, you know, you'll, I think people will see those guys sprinkled in here uh, starting starting Friday, you know, in the lineup and on the mound. And um, so it, it kind of, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of a layered answer there for you or some, some reasoning, but that's, those two things are really what it, what it boiled down to with the Juco guys. We're speaking to Husker baseball assistant, Lance Harvell coach. You mentioned the coaching staff and, and you guys as that team, a lot of history there. I, I guess we've been reminding listeners as we're previewing the season that, Hey, the, the What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is the first year that a third full-time assistant has been allowed on staffs. And you guys went out and, and hired Mike Sirianni from Wichita State. What kind of added benefit is that, just having a third full-time guy in addition to, obviously, you, now Rob Childress, and then at the top with Coach Bolt? What's that added benefit of Coach Sirianni been over just the offseason to this point? Yeah, well, yeah, as people know, I mean, we've had the, the volunteer assistant um, you know, in place, so we've always had that, that guy on staff. Um, and, and now we have the ability to, to pay that guy, and so the way that it – it worked out just from a timing standpoint, um, you know, with Danny Marcuso being here um, for, I mean, the whole time that, that we've been here and him, you know, kind of ready to, to kind of spread his wings as a coach and, and go run an offense on his own. It kind of just worked out with the timing of the new rule and everything that, um, you know, he was looking to, to go do that and take on some more ownership somewhere else. And, and, you know, Siri's a guy that, that we have a lot of history with, you know, his older brother, um, played here, pitched here for, for Coach Childress and was teammates with, with Coach Bolt um, for a year back in the back in the late nineties and, and I worked with him for five years before I came here down at down at Sam Houston State. So we've all just with the family and, and knowing, you know, knowing Mike as as well, um, you know, it was just kind of a natural fit. Um, and then again from a timing standpoint, it's kind of one of those things. It's funny how things work out, you know, where everything kind of fell into place. They have a uh, a coaching change there at Wichita State, so he was looking for something, and um, it was just kind of like, hey, we all go back a long way. We know, again, kind of like with the JUCO guys, just like with recruiting, it's the same type deal, right? It's like you know you have a guy that immediately fits in from the minute he gets here, you know, uh, and and so there's just from the coaching staff meshing and from uh, just kind of a, a like-minded type coach that also brings – some new ideas and new things that, that you want to do, to, you know, from a from kind of some fresh blood type deal. Um, but him being at, at Wichita State, being from Iowa and having coached at Iowa Western and, you know, being a scout in the area previously, um, he knows the Midwest. He knows the footprint that we're recruiting like the back of his hand. Um, and, and so it's been just a huge, you know, boost um, for us in, in all phases. Uh, and, and so now instead of, you know, <laughs> recruiting the same guys and, and fighting over the same players. Now we're all, we're all on the same side and <laughs> we can start just reeling them in here. Uh, so he's, he's been awesome and, and, and series a great dude. Like I said, he's just, he's a baseball guy and um, it's, it's been, it's been awesome to have him so far. Coach, a couple more before we let you go. We're speaking to Coach Lance Harvell, Husker Baseball assistant, as they get ready for the uh, Shriner Showdown this weekend out in Texas. Now, you've mentioned throughout multiple times, whether it's bringing guys, giving them a reason to come to Nebraska, whether it's recruiting the Midwest, or just now this day and age of, of baseball, I always love to ask coaches their viewpoints on analytics because you hear so much about launch angle and exit velocity and bat on ball percentage and quality ABs, like all of those analytical sides, they're creeping into other sports, yes, on like fourth down conversions and stuff, but it's really centered in baseball, and there's a lot of analytics in the game. With your guys' approach as a staff, how much do you guys read into analytics, but then also just go out and be a ball player? Yeah, you know, I, I believe, and I think we all believe, you got to kind of have a, a combination of, of the two. I mean, 
we we look into a lot of analytics when we're doing scouting reports and you know getting ready for this weekend. Obviously, it's uh, it's been pretty busy around here. The, <laughs> we've changed a few ink cartridges uh, in in the old printer to switch play three different teams on the weekend. Um, so you look into a lot of a lot of things. Just getting ready to uh, scout other teams' pitchers and hitters and where you're going to play them defensively and what you, you can expect on the mound from guys. I mean, we've got. Um, you know, we've got pitching machines set up in the in the cages right now, um, mimicking what we're going to face on on Friday night. You know, with with Baylor. You know, we've got, um, you know, the exact spin rate and velocity of the fastball, and same thing with the guy's slider and, and all of that. And so um, we can we can use that kind of stuff. We've got you know virtual reality headsets where we can we can pull up game footage of the guy. And guys can go. Step into the step into the the metaverse into the batter's box there and, and face him and get it back and see his pitches and see his delivery and his arm action and all that before we we ever even you know step foot down there in global life and so that kind of stuff is is big it's 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 taken over the game but at the same time the way that like we use that stuff a lot of it is for the coaches the way that we actually train the guys probably you know eighty percent of the time is to just go compete when it when it comes down to it. The guy's going to throw the ball over the plate. Here's he's got a fastball, he's got a slider, he's got a changeup. You know, we're going to give you like a good approach to take against the guy. But at, when the rubber meets the road, you got to you got to step in the box and compete. You got to toe that rubber and just out compete the guy. And that again, just kind of what I what I hope people see. You know, the way that that we've been working, the way that we've played all fall in the last month here, uh, leading up to the season. Um, you know, as a coach, you just want that stuff to show up on game day. You know, and that's that's what we that's what we really emphasize is we're we're going to train a certain way, we're going to work a certain way. It's gonna, we're going to make things hard so that when you get to the game, it's it's maybe a little bit easier. There's nothing you haven't seen, nothing you haven't done. The game's going to slow down for you, and you can just worry about going and competing and playing as fast and as hard and as loose as you possibly can. Like just let it let it go shine on game day. You know, and and that's kind of how how we kind of approach it. So you gotta kinda of have the the two things are kind of the new school and, and the old school. I mean the, the very first thing we did with this team in the fall, we we took a little bit different approach. Before we ever picked up, you know, a bat or a ball or did anything uh even remotely related to baseball, the first week of skill instruction, we did nothing but compete. And and me and, and Siri and, and Coach Bolt, we, we just sat around coming up with different types of competitions that we could do, like you name it, what, like whatever it is. Um, and we did seven days of competitions. We split them into teams, and they just went at it for seven days. And, and they didn't know what was coming. They just knew, all right, it, we just got to show up at you know 2.30, and we're competing at something. We don't know what it is. They're going to throw something at us. It might be crazy, or it could be the most simple thing you've ever heard in your life. We just got to show up and compete, and and that was the tone we set with this team, you know, from the get go, and, and that's what we've seen. And now you start to mix in. Okay, now we can, you know, we can we, we've got some advanced analytics and things like that that we can mix in, so we, we can be a little bit smarter. But at, at the end of the day, it is it is all about just competing. Coach, I know you have the, the the good facilities and all the technology for the analytics. I think the Royals were up here within the last few years at your facilities, which is pretty cool as a Royals fan. But 
with Coach Childress being on staff, you know, baseball lifer, been around the block a few times. How has he taken to the analytics? Is he one of those, you know, old school baseball guys, or how has he, you know, molded his old school baseball approach with some of the numbers that you guys are able to provide? Yeah, I mean, he's again, he's he's got he's got kind of the mix of both because I think you know if you don't adapt over time, and, and he's been doing this long enough um, that, that he understands that and he knows that if, if you don't adapt, you're you're just going to get left behind. And so, um, you know, it's he he digs into those hitters and, and looks at those things, um, just looking at how to how to attack hitters, where the holes in their swing may be. I mean, he's been. He probably started his uh, his prep for, for opening weekend and watching video of of hitters for Baylor and, and Tech in Oklahoma. Um, this you know probably weeks ago, just, just kind of you know looking at that and, and looking at all right, here's the here's the best pitching matchups, you know, and here's who we are going to start here, and then the next guy that's going to get the ball with this guy because this is the best matchup for these guys, if we get to this guy in the order, then we're going to go to this guy out of the bullpen. And so, um, you know, that, that kind of stuff goes, goes a long way. But again, he's, um, he's still got that. He, he hasn't forgotten who he is or where he, where he came from. And, and the, uh, the pitchers know, and if you, if you talk to any of our, any of our guys, um, again, it's just kind of beating a dead horse, but the compete, uh, part of the equation is, is huge. And, uh, you know, he gives he gives the pitchers a, a test just like we give the hitters like a written test and it's over the whole pitching system and, and all that kind of stuff. And um, you know, if they once they pass the test they he gives them a uh, he gives them a T shirt it's kinda of like, you know, the pitching staff T shirt or whatever and it's got all the all the things listed on the T shirt that, that the pitching staff is gonna be about and it's, you know, throwing strikes and getting ahead, getting a leadoff hitter, you know, three to one walk to strike, all that stuff. And it's all listed out. On, on the shirt, but every other word in between there in all caps is the word compete. So again, when you boil it down, you can, you can take all that stuff and throw it out the window when the lights come on. Uh, Cause if you don't have that, if you can't tap into that compete bone and you don't have that, that pilot lit, you know, just, just fired up in, in your belly um, to just go out, out compete somebody. It, it doesn't matter. You know, and it's all, it's all about, you could have, you know, a, a electric, you know, arm and, and a 95 mile an hour fastball. Um, if you don't, if you don't throw strikes because you're scared of contact, what good does it do you? You know, you could go groove out the prettiest swing uh, that anybody's ever seen and, and have, you know, power to all fields. If you're scared to swing the bat because you're not competitive, it does you no good. And so again, on both sides of the ball, those are, those are things we, we preach all the time. That's Nebraska baseball head uh, assistant coach, rather, Lance Harvell uh, with Nick and myself earlier on the happy hour. We'll throw out to break. Jay Foreman in the house. We'll cross over with Old School to wrap up the show next. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.